Hi folks! As promised, I have the weekly segment featuring Desiree Tinoco from the Facebook page, Missing People of Wyoming, to share new cases as well as how many cases have been closed out. We also want to touch on a few national pieces because they pertain to recovery of a missing person and the discovery of a large sex trafficking ring. And last, I want to tell you about an app to help keep kiddos safe, so be sure to stay tuned. I'm Renee Nelson, your host for Unsolved Wyoming. I'm here with Desiree Tinoco from the Missing People of Wyoming Facebook page. Desiree, what do you have this week for us in terms of updates from the DCI page? Sure. So as of right now, there's only one new active case uh, since we last spoke. Uh, Tyree Hill, 15, last seen May 19th in Lander, Native American female, approximately 5'5", 200 pounds, with brown hair and eyes. Anyone with information, please contact their police department at 307-332-3131 or Wyoming Division of Criminal Investigations. There have been three cleared cases from Rock Springs, two cleared cases from Cheyenne, and four cleared cases from Natrona County. Wow, that's incredible in the last week. Yeah, there's a lot of turnover with runaways. That's where the majority of these numbers come from. Of course, there's also kids that frequently run away, which, you know, really isn't our concern or business, just getting the word out when they are missing. So now that they're back home, assumed safe, uh, we can move on to active cases. That's fantastic. One of the questions that we had last week after airing our first episode is, can you tell us and tell listeners what DCI is, like what DCI stands for, and then what they do for the state of Wyoming? DCI is a wonderful government-ran organization. Uh, It's the Division of Criminal Investigation. Everything for the state goes through there. Whether it's rape or an assault case they need DNA evidence on, a missing persons case, uh, they have that wonderful database that we get a lot of our information from regarding missing persons for the state. Facility, I've uh, been invited down there once to speak for a presentation, and Frosty, the director, showed me around They've got a ballistics uh, room, a fingerprint lab. It's, it's just a wonderful place that they do a lot of a lot of great work there for law enforcement throughout the state. Right. And so when I had the opportunity to meet with Katie from DCI, who has been such an incredible resource for me and I know for you as well, what I had asked her is, would it be easiest to describe DCI as Wyoming State Police? And she said that would be a really good way to think about it. And the reason why I said state police is because, you know, reading, you know, any type of true crime or even, you know, crime, you know, fiction crime stories, they always refer to the state police, you know, and I had realized that we didn't actually have anything, you know, that we call the state police. And she's like, that would be DCI. DCI would be considered our version of the state police. So that's really cool that they have all of that going on um, in those services for Wyoming. 
Yeah, I think a good way to look at it is a, a wonderful resource for law enforcement throughout the state and other states, such as there's a, a missing persons case we have in another state and they've reached out to help and assist in that. So it's just a good resource for law enforcement to use, especially for smaller agencies that don't have all the equipment, technology and funding. They're a, a good organization to help them with cases. Right. One of the things that I really liked, too, was the conversation that I had with Detective Hansen, and he is the head of the cold case unit at DCI. And he he said exactly that, you know, in terms of, you know, helping those smaller law enforcement agencies throughout the state, that they can provide those resources. Because primarily, you know, they try to defer to primary agency, you know, with it that's local to the case. But if it's something that either they can't they don't have the resources for in terms of people power or technology then dci can get involved so that's helpful yeah sure and i'm really excited about the cold case unit they just started that i believe this year uh so that should really help with some cases we have right i have an interview coming out with agent hansen in the next couple of weeks and he's just phenomenal in in what he how he discusses cold cases and and law enforcement so I'm really excited for people to hear that yeah I think everybody over at DCI DCI does a wonderful job yeah I've worked closely with Katie now for for probably two years and it's been a wonderful relationship you know being able to work with law enforcement and help resolve some issues and and get information out there to the public it's it's been a great tool absolutely well, speaking of great tools, and and actually from what you said earlier about runaways, on June 1st, there was a big break in what what exactly what happened. Can you tell us what happened with this Operation Lost Souls? Sure. So obviously, there's not a lot of information released to the public. They want to protect privacy of these children. Uh, they did a three-week-long investigation in Texas. 70 children were recovered from a human trafficking ring. Uh, they range in age from 10 to 17. Hopefully, you know, we can get some of these kids back home. I'm sure there's a lot that they're going through. I'm sure a pretty chaotic situation down there in Texas for them. You see these cases come up uh, every so often, maybe a few a year that make national news like this. Obviously, at this point, we don't know if any of these children have any connections to Wyoming. And we may never know that information as the public, but uh, we can hope that they can get back home safe and uh, get some give some exposure and, and some information out there for the public on how this this kind of thing happens. A couple of things that I wanted to point out in this article by USAA News, or USSA News, and I'll link this in the show notes as well, is that among the, the children recovered, 24 missing children, the other um, outside of the 24, and again, math is super hard <laughs> on the fly, um, were actually runaways. And so, and they did list, they haven't named Wyoming yet. The only places, um, locations that they have named were Mexico. So children ranging all the way from Mexico to Colorado. But Wyoming has not been named in that as of today, as I last looked. Yeah. So, and they ask, obviously, if anybody has information regarding human trafficking, call the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 888-373-7888. Awesome. We'll also link that in the show notes as well. And even though not local news, I think this was such a fantastic just moment of today. And you also shared this in the Facebook page, but something pretty monumental happened today in the news. And what was that? 
Oh, yeah. So today they released a story about this woman that had been missing for 40 years and she was found alive. Both her parents, they were all from Florida. They went camping in Texas. The parents were murdered. DNA revealed that she was their daughter and found 40 years later alive and well. Uh, they're not releasing any information at this time as to who raised her or what her life has been. Uh, otherwise, really tragic story. It's had somewhat of a happy ending. Right. And so because I, the name of the case, I believe, is Baby Holly, right? She was actually a, went missing or was named missing when her family was dis- uh, murdered. She was approximately, what, 18 months old? Yes, I believe so. So, gosh, wow. And so, you know, what a happy, yeah, very happy ending to such a devastating story. So it will be interesting to see how that unfolds. And so, and there have been, and and I can try to find a few, but there have been documentaries on this case. And so because, you know, it was such a bizarre circumstances in terms of how all of this went down. So to have this piece of it and to have and end you know a, a resolution to a 40-year missing persons case is phenomenal is is miraculous yeah it's it yeah it's just crazy to think of uh you don't hear of cases like this that often it's got a you know a lot for the family to to deal with at this point she found out about the story through the charlie project it's a wonderful nonprofit that's national uh there's a great lady that has been running it for some time now and they share cases from all over the country uh a lot like NamUs, which is the National Missing Persons Database. And so when I first started out, it was a big influence for myself and watching how this lady kind of conducted her website and her Facebook page. And doing my own, you know, current work, the Charlie Project does come up number one or number two in Google Hits constantly with cases. So they are, they're doing incredible work there as well. So I, I really appreciate, you know, I think anybody who, you know, is putting their efforts and their resources into helping families have an ending like baby Holly has had today. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, Desiree, is there anything else that you would like to say to folks who are listening? I just appreciate all the uh, interest in this. And, you know, the more people listen in, I think the better outcomes we'll have for cases. Absolutely. Uh, we are we are growing slow but mighty. And so we really appreciate all the support. I definitely really appreciate all the support that we had from our first week. I do want to update on the Irene Gakwa case. Currently, there are no new leads. Again, they're still looking for either the Subaru cross truck with Idaho plates and or the 55 gallon metal barrel that abandoned in Campbell County. There are folks who are organizing local searches in the Gillette area. If you have any interest in wanting to participate or providing resources, definitely get in touch with me and I can get you linked up to the folks who are running the Facebook page. I can also link them in the show notes as well. So if you're in the Gillette area this weekend, definitely see if that was something that you want to help with to help bring Irene home. Folks, one more thing that I wanted to tell you about. So today, actually, DCI has a unit known as the Investigation Internet Crimes Against Children Unit. And they, in conjunction, have decided to make even more concerted effort to protect our children in Wyoming. And so they have actually gotten a tool that it's an app that you can download and use on your phone and the offender watch app and this was made possible by using funds from the adam walsh grant which makes it free to download for everyone in wyoming 
And so this app has several amazing features, including notifications if your child is communicating with a registered sex offender through text, emails, or phone calls. It also notifies the parent or guardian if the child lingers near the address of registered sex offender. And so this is an incredible tool just to help keep our children a little bit more safe during these really scary times where, you know, the internet is still the wild, wild west. And so I wanted to read to you some of the things from the app itself. The app, according to the Offender Watch page, and I have it linked in the show notes, the Offender Watch app is the only app that directly partners with law enforcement to analyze sex offender data. Offender Watch cross-references sex offender data pulled directly from participating law enforcement departments with people contacting your child's smartphone or device. If a registered sex offender in our network contacts your child using text messages, emails, or phone calls, or if your child is near an offender's home, you'll be alerted. What a cool tool, folks. Make sure you download it to keep your kiddos safe. Folks, thank you again for joining me in today's segment featuring Desiree Tinoco. And I really hope that you do look into that new app, the Offender Watch app, if you do have kiddos. Let's keep them safe. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode featuring Anne Elliott. I can't wait to tell you her story. Mm -hmm.